0: Welcome, welcome back. Yes. To Co Videos,
1: mm-hmm.
0: our feature where we talk about classic and modern films for your quarantine.
1: Yes, coin which that term.
0: Just sounds like more of a like if they really have to grab you and put you in a quarantine. It's because <laughs> contain there's containment. Yeah. It's quarantine. Yes. This is like quarantainment. It all sounds bad.
1: It, 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 you're right. It doesn't sound very and,
0: good. And uh, yeah, nothing's really great about it. But uh, that's why we're here. <laughs> Hopefully, to make things different or a little better.
1: Yes, exactly. Oh, um,
0: hooray what? for Hollywood!
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what makes you say that? Well, because cause sometimes you
0: finish off a film like Taxi Driver, and you go, "Wow. Well, <laughs> what do you want to chase that with?" Uh, Todd Browning's Freaks, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Great.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Uh,
0: but so glad we did, and yeah. we'll get to that in a little bit. Do you want to talk about the movie that you picked for this show?
1: Yeah. Which we'll so... never do again? Uh...
0: <laughs> for that specific reason?
1: Oh, say what our pick The are temerity,
0: the the arrogance of us to just say, to call our shot last week. Yeah. And then getting to the end of Tax Driver and being like, Man, I don't want to watch something depressing. Here we go. <laughs> anything. Anything
1: but. Yeah.
0: Just The Wizard of Oz. Anything. <laughs> Freaks.
1: Yeah, I know. So
0: we won't be doing that at the end of this show, but <laughs> I think it worked out okay still.
1: Yes. Um. So my pick was Taxi Driver, as you mentioned before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so my list, of course, are films that I haven't seen before but have wanted to see. Um. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's a doozy. Um, I didn't know much about Taxi Driver other than... Stop. What did you know? I'm just going to get to that.
0: <laughs> okay, but I want... <laughs> you wanna... literally but stopped me. In... Yeah, all right, right
1: fine. <laughs> I knew it was starring Robert De Niro. I knew he drove a taxi. You
0: knew someone was talking to him.
1: Right, right, right. And I knew something bad happened. <laughs> that is basically... All I knew. I think maybe I knew he kind of went crazy or something like that. But, yeah, um, that that is the sum total of what I know. Which, you know, when you think about it, really isn't a whole lot. Um,
0: Did you know that it is basically the journal or, um, you know, dialogue, monologue of pretty much, theoretically, every school shooter, movie theater shooter? It is...
1: That became very clear to me. It has the film.
0: weirdest resonance now. Yes. That I don't. Maybe I missed the think pieces, but I. I feel like no one is talking about Mm-mm. or doesn't want to talk about because mm-hmm. they don't want to sully Taxi Driver. And it, I don't think it sullies it at all. But you know, I, I think that Paul Schrader was like onto something. Like w- before the word incel existed. Like that. That's what's going on here.
1: Absolutely. Like yeah. this is a
0: guy who, no matter what's happened to him. And definitely, you know, we don't even – I like that it takes his service for granted. Like, we, you know, he get out. Yes. Oh, you got out of the Army in 1973. Oh, what happened in 1973, right? Right, right. And so we just take for granted. And then, like, you know, the huge scar that he's got on his back that we never talk about. Like, I, we get it. Like, he is dealing with stuff. We understand that. Right. But it just goes from there into some other thing where we're
1: not sure –
0: what, what's going to happen to Sybil Shepard here? Like, we don't well, know what's going right. on with this.
1: And I mean, yeah, like you said, like, he's clearly dealing with stuff, and he's taking medication, but I don't think he's... He's definitely not seeing a psychologist. Yeah,
0: and as much as you think of, like, the whole kind of incel uh, bit, like, I'm keeping a journal, somebody's going to wash the rain off the... or scum off the streets or whatever. Right. Uh, and having, like, a table full of uh, prescription drugs. Right. As much as you think of that as being, like... Hackneyed shorthand in the 21st century for this guy's got problems, you know, like in Joaquin Phoenix and he does just has a table full of drugs, you think, like, okay, all right, all right, but this is 1976,
1: yeah, I think you know, this maybe is this is like this the heyday the of I'm okay,
0: you're okay, right. and like the, the sort of advent of like you know, not only psychology, you know, but like pop psychology, and so I, I don't feel like the movie. Maybe it is, I don't know, but I don't feel like it's making a comment just yet. It's just showing you
1: It's just showing if you if you're where paying he's attention. At. Yeah. Oh well, that's
0: a lot of that's a lot of pills.
1: Yeah. And then he buys a lot of guns.
0: <laughs> yes, he certainly
1: does. I mean, it's not just one. And he passes it's up on the four. cat. Uh, it was a caddy for two thousand bucks. I know.
0: Picks up and everything.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't want to deal with that for in New York, and I can imagine why. <laughs> wow. I mean, you have to pay for parking, and yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, um, he already drives for a living, so why does he want another car? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So just like weird, like he's he's an odd one. Like when we first we first meet him, I think it's when he's first signing up f- for a taxi. Yeah. But like he he. Is obsessed with civil shepherd before with Betsy. Before he meets her. He kind of stalks her. It's it's weird. Like you already know this guy is weird, even at the beginning of the movie. And then he invites her out on a date and she says yes, and he takes her to like a softcore porn.
0: It wasn't soft. It
1: wasn't? It wasn't even soft.
0: I don't think it so, was soft.
1: Okay, there you go. And he's like, he's all like Dismayed and like completely surprised that she wouldn't like that. Like what? What? Well, what?
0: Okay. So a couple things. First of all, he's talking to the personnel manager, played by Joe Spinell, a character actor who was Rocky's uh, yes uh, bookie or uh, so his, his to... loan shark in yes. in, uh, in Rocky. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: And there's a ton of ca- character actors in this film. Oh yeah. Uh. Remember this was like you know. Behind the green door, deep throw. This is like the seventies, you know. Like some pornos played in like main uh, uh, theaters, you know. Uh, um, so weird. First to run me. theaters. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's. I don't think it's way out there, but it's. It's. It is weird. for a
1: first date.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> this is not like a couple's. Let's. You know. Let's go have some fun type thing. Like no. this is a first date. Yeah. And they. And they're clearly from different worlds. Yes. And. What I don't, what I like about it is, is that, once again, remember, like, I'm not saying this is the first time any of this stuff has ever happened, but it's definitely uh, pre-Taxi Driver, literally, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if any of this happens now, it's all just referring back to Taxi Driver. And so I like the fact that I personally, for a film that is about as old as I am, and I'm unable to detect it uh, winking at us at all. Yeah. So, yes, it's weird that he does this, but he doesn't, like, act super weird about her reaction. He doesn't... The camera doesn't focus in on him going, what's wrong with this bitch or oh, something no, like that. no, 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 no. You know, no. he's just like, well, I don't know anything about movies. And, part, you know, the the normal person in you goes, dude, what? <laughs> but also, he yes. could just be... A weirdo? Yeah, he could just not get that this... I mean, you know, he clearly... Even though he subsumes this desire, like he clearly wants to to bang this chick, she's hot. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's hard to, at first to judge him for the things that he does. It's just like, why did you do that? That's just okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And later on, he's got a mohawk and he's got eight guns on him, and you're yes. like, okay, well, you well, got a problem.
1: I, I know why we got here, but yeah, yeah.
0: But I you know, I like that, and and it, clearly it's supposed to sort of I think mirror the scene that we see before where. Harvey Keitel is dragging Jodie Foster around, and it's weird. And then later on, Civil Shepherd's like, "Well, I want to get out of here and get in a taxi," and he's kind of dragging her around. And the movie doesn't like beat you over the head with it. No, but you see these sort of parallels in the the violence uh, towards women. But yeah, then it kind of takes a takes a turn, kind of goes off the rails.
1: And wow, Jodie Foster is so young in this twelve. Holy cow, really? Mm Wow.
0: She was the youngest person to be uh nominated for an Oscar until Anna Paquin was at 11. Right. Um 20 or so years later.
1: Right. Right. Wow. Um Yeah, uh but but there but there're a lot of uh the lot of names in this, a lot of a lot of actors, you know. Um Like know, Martin Scorsese? Yeah. Martin Scorsese playing a weird little man. You weird little man. <laughs> <laughs> In your own movie. Like, See that? very See that? See that? disturbing. See the
0: light up there? See? That's... My wife's up there. And she hates Marvel movies. Because <laughs> I like theme parks. <laughs> I bet you think i pretty weird. I don't like Marvel movies.
1: Oh. Uh... Yeah, and he just like doesn't know how to react. And I mean it's like I get it. You're 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 in a service where somebody pays you, so yeah, how do the, you react? Who's
0: the bad guy here? Yeah. Is, is I know. it the city or is it uh Travis Pickle? You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, but I think it's like I mean, I know it's the seventies and I know New York is a mess and like um if
0: nothing else, this movie is a fascinating picture of New York in the mid seventies. Like yeah. it is, there's so much of it is. I don't love this movie as much as everybody does.
1: Sure, I think it's that's fine.
0: I think it's fine,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I like I said, I think it is a fascinating time capsule of the, yeah. the time period. I think there are some great performances, and I think that it is a very. Um, interesting and in the way that it is sort of like dreamily cut together you know mm-hmm. it's not you think about following a character now if you watched a I don't know, lifetime movie or something like that about a character descending into madness like you know what you would get like you can see it in your mind already and this doesn't really do that necessarily no. he just watches a lot of tv right but the way that he you know he's driving down the street and he's
1: Just the things like the the meter ticks over, the
0: green light, the meter ticks over the green light, the meter ticks over the green light, you know, and just like the, the...
1: repetitive action. Yeah,
0: like that, That I guess I'm not talking myself into liking it again, but that's all really great. But like what actually happens in the film is just not that really... Well I don't find it that like enthralling. No, but maybe and then, it's because like, I've been brutalized by movies inspired by this, you know. A million sure. movies about like watch this come off the streets uh, you know, it's just uh one man's I'm gonna stand up to this. Well,
1: you know? right. Like he And
0: also just the relentless events of the last twenty years, uh, as far as gun violence goes. But uh yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And and, and like he he almost Tries to assassinate this presidential candidate. That's um, a weird little thing. Right?
0: This idea of this presidential candidate who um, clearly is, you know, is just an empty suit. He, I mean, is not yeah. He's full of platitudes. It doesn't mean anything.
1: No, yeah. Um, we are the people. It's Sybil Shepard. Now Brooks
0: work for him. Yeah. But we never get, like, a sense of
1: who he really is.
0: You know, why they, I mean, they just follow him because they're ignorant. You've got people like, you know, wizard and uh yeah. and everybody who and uh sport who are down in the middle of this stuff and they're like, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna clean up this town and they don't get it. But other I don't feel like it's deep psychologically
1: beyond that? Not really. No. I, I like when
0: the Secret Service guy's like, Well just give me all your information. We're know. just gonna send you the brochure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or what
1: okay. camera guy, get on him. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nominated for four Academy Awards, won none.
1: Wow! But it
0: did win the uh, Palm d'Or at uh, Cannes.
1: Okay, all right. I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. Um, I do you? So I think that, like, you know, what he does at the end, like, I think he thinks he's liberating Iris, and then I guess we kind of find out that's in a roundabout way that's kind of what he did. But like, <laughs> um. He kills like three people, and the newspapers, or at least the clippings that we see and that are posted on his wall, are heralding him as a hero. Right. And I just, as I was watching it, I was not expecting that. So I was kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like surprised to see that, you know? I mean, I know he killed some of the the scum that he talked about. Well, the film,
0: yeah, but at the same time, like, does sport deserve to die? Like, No. I mean, you can look at a character played by Harvey Keitel in the 70s and 80s and go, well, that's not a good guy. Well, right. But, you know, does he deserve to get murdered and shot in the dick by Travis Bickle? Yeah. And the guy that gets his hand blown off, we don't know anything about that guy. No. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just like, that's probably the best part about the movie, although it gets complicated now, is that it has no real—well, it kind of does—but it has no real judgment about the morality of anybody's actions. You know, in mm-hmm. fact, that the biggest statement in the film is Travis slays three and uh, is lauded as a hero and goes back to his life as a cab driver. I
1: know he just goes back to it,
0: and they don't—they have restraint, but he also has some resolution with Civil Shepherd because it's like, oh
1: yeah, yeah, I know. The paper,
0: it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. No, I don't want your money. It's fine.
1: I know. like He's a good guy. Kind of well, like almost also, insinuating he's just, that maybe they'll date or something like that.
0: Oh, do you think that's what, what it was? I thought he was saying like, not only do I not need to like talk to you because I'm sort of over you, but also I don't even... The only uh, thing I've done in this movie well, is be a cab driver and carry my cigar box full of money everywhere. And I don't, I don't even... I don't need your money. I don't want your money. It's like fine. Well,
1: maybe. But I did kind of feel like as he was driving away, it seemed like he was... Memorizing where she lived. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I, didn't, was, I got that he was like looking around and like. Oh,
0: I thought that the look in the rear of your mirror was just, you know, the, the sort of paranoia that came from a guy maybe. who murdered three people and it's still on the oh, street. Okay. But no, well, I mean, I'm, maybe. I'm willing to accept that.
1: I, okay. Also, one other observation um, Albert Brooks, yeah. I think to some extent, I think that Seth Rogen channels Albert Brooks a lot.
0: <laughs> you know who would love to hear that? Who? Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think like you know like I'm just like looking at, at this film and just the way that he he talks and the way that he carries himself. I, I think it's very. I don't know. I was I was reminded of Seth Rogen for some reason. So, um, just a random observation.
0: Um. Remember when <laughs> Albert Brooks said. You know how I know you're gay. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Oh, no. uh, yeah. last thoughts for Taxi Driver.
1: Um, really dark, and like you said, like almost like a poster movie for incels. And I so I, and in like a way, it's like I don't want to celebrate it because of you know, you know. But I don't want to think of it like that because. I I know, know that Scorsese was just like he was he was telling the story and he felt like. I mean, Henry Hill's
0: not an incel. He's made plenty of movies that have nothing to do with.
1: Yeah, frustrated,
0: I know. sexually frustrated men. But yeah, I think it is weird to. This is the thing about art. It it better keep giving something or. It doesn't matter anymore. Well, right? that's true. Like that's God true. bless the Great Train Robbery, but nobody's really looking at that. Like, oh, what can we learn from that? Oh, it t- turns out the train isn't going to come out of the screen.
1: <laughs> well, we've kind
0: of moved past <laughs> that, right? Yeah. And so, I'd like you're you're lucky, taxi driver. Like this thing has now ha- happened that we're struggling with in the real world, and yeah. I think the document has been with us for. 50 years now and it yeah. is taxi driver like yes. it is it exists
1: yeah. look at this I I know and it's it
0: just reminds me of college
1: how so because
0: my roommate liked taking his shirt off and he had guns and would point him at a mirror
1: oh my god yeah. wow were... uh, for
0: us it was a desperado though remember in desperado he had the things like not yet and then like the guns would come out of his sleeves
1: I don't think I've seen desperado
0: Get that list out. (laughs) The only thing is you have to get through El Mariachi first.
1: Oh, okay.
0: unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's talk about my pick. Yes. ready? Yes. 1932, Todd Browning's Freaks. Yes. Ever seen it?
1: No, I've never seen it.
0: I had not either. Yeah. I've seen... I feel like I've YouTubed all the significant scenes, but now I've been able to sort of cut them all together into... um, into one long uh, narrative, although not that long. It's like a minute, or sorry, it looks like an hour five.
1: Yeah, it's very short for for uh, a full length film. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. um, I wasn't sure what it was about. Um, I suppose I should have maybe guessed. I don't know. I mean, to me, like, I feel like nowadays in our narrative, freaks can mean a lot of different things. Maybe in 1932, it only meant. Uh, Circus folks, but I feel like
0: what is wait, wait, what? I,
1: I don't know. I feel like you know, like you know, freaks and geeks. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily uh a... complimentary. Well, it's not complimentary, <laughs> but, but um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Okay, well, okay. I'll take it over. All ahead. right, please do. Uh,
0: anyway, um, <laughs> I uh, you know, as somebody who doesn't know a lot about this film, I don't know a lot about um the story behind the film
1: sure and so i'm
0: not going to bother to get into it okay although i do know that Todd Browning made dracula before this yes and like we said on the last show he made dracula huge hit ton of money what do you want to do todd freaks yeah (laughs) it's like you just don't want to be a success do you (laughs) you want everyone to hate you um would it be weird to say that I liked this more than Taxi
1: Driver? Um, maybe. And I
0: identified with the characters more than Taxi Driver?
1: Wow. Well, not that you wanna really identify with Travis, so Um
0: No, but I identify with um some quote unquote freaks who are just sick of this shit and are gonna crawl under a <laughs> under a wagon with a knife in their teeth. I know. Um, yeah, a weird, um, but rather, I guess, straightforward narrative. Yeah. yeah. Like, the idea of a, um, a vamp, you know, or, or the evil woman character, yes. um, played in this case by Olga uh, Beklanova as Cleopatra, um, that's all, we get it. Like, yeah. woman swindles man out of his fortune, you know, and poisons him and tries to get it. Yes. Um, What you didn't count on was freaks
1: yes
0: (laughs) uh who all sort of step in and i think that um i oh boy so it's only an hour long which is pretty short even for um for the 30s um and i don't know what the realities of shooting it were or if they had ideas for subplots or, or something like that. But there's, there's there's not a lot of subplots. No, no. And I think that there could have been. I think that's a shortcoming of the film. I think this could have been a feature well, length.
1: there's definitely enough characters that we could have seen more definitely. from them. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. It, when, even when you think about the fact that, like, um, Lelia Hi- uh, Hyams is Venus. Yeah. And and Wallace Ford, like, the guy... Wallace Ford was not, like, a movie star, but he was, like, a performer and was in movies and he was, like, a vaudeville guy. They don't really have like any of a story at all. Not it's not really, really their story. It's like Hans and Frida's story. Yeah. Um, just giving them give give the Norms something to do.
1: Uh, right. I can't
0: believe I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, like it, I thought it was well shot. I felt like um, the characters uh, were clearly defined. Yeah. And and you kind of got who everybody was. Mm-hmm. The only like real drawback was just a technological one. You know, it's just a really old film, and so. It's hard to understand the German accented people, yes. who are delivering their lines, I like agree I found the dialogue that. a little bit impenetrable, yes, but you mostly get what everybody's kind of talking about,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I found it to be kind of compelling,
1: well, yeah, I mean, well, and this idea to gets brought up at some point uh you, you know they're the at the wedding night of of Hans and Cleo. yeah they're they're shouting you know well, we accept her as as one of us Guba yeah gubagaba whatever and they're they're drinking from this enormously large glass i'm assuming alcohol and uh everybody's taking a sip and they they're all they're chanting this and this whole thing and it's kind of freaking her out like and and i think i said to you it kind of sounds like a cult you know like um But you get this this sense that, you know, maybe maybe there is some sort of power here. Maybe they um, have some sort of connection that she doesn't know about. And I I think that's, like, what her fear is, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: And And I, I don't think that you would even need for them to be... I mean, the sort of point of the movie is that they're sort of, like bound by their uniqueness and, yes. but you could easily just have it be you know we're theater folk we're circus folk right they have we're a fair cold. folk yeah. yeah and like you have you want to come into this fa- or, or the mafia you know right like you want to come into this family that's fine but you've got to be part of us and it yes. immediately you're like no screw you guys i'm not part of you it's like we don't
1: trust you I don't, don't like this you one. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it turns yeah.
0: out you're poisoning Hans. Well, uh, yeah. you're, you're in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the,
0: love the fact that, uh, the, you know, the climax where, which is never resolved, really. I mean, in fact, the denouement feels tacked on. It feels shot at a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. just kind of go to the, Hans' house and they're like. Yeah, right. Oh, that was crazy.
1: And <laughs> <You know? laughs> no idea how much time no, has passed. No, no.
0: But like the, the, the climax, you know, when they're. Um, Driving the the wagons through the rain and everything, yes. and it seems like um, you know Hercules is like up to no good. Mm-hmm. Also, all all the quote unquote freaks were all there, ready to go too. Like, I know. We don't see them like sharpening their knives, but uh, you know we get the idea that like uh, yeah, they, they they know what what this night is for, right? Right. We're, we're gonna finish this thing.
1: I know. Like, who is driving the wagons? That's what I want to know. You yeah, don't ask and- questions.
0: <laughs> the ancestor of Travis Bickle.
1: Oh, whatever's going no. on in the back seat you just oh, keep driving the car no that's what it is oh i think you're right that's the connection between these two yeah um
0: what would you think about uh harley quit i mean uh venus <laughs> she's like
1: oh, i'm just i'm working on the circus and then
0: at one point it's like hey take this huge hammer and hit me
1: i know yeah oh i didn't even it's think like about that. Oh,
0: bruce tim i got yeah. something else to ask you the next time i run into <laughs> you
1: she does have beautiful blonde I hair.
0: Think, I think Although I know what's going on here.
1: Um, I, it's never really clear, and I think this is maybe, um, maybe you caught this. I don't know. What does Venus do in the circus? I
0: never really got that. Like because
1: that's the only thing that's not clear.
0: I just imagine that she, you know, is um, she sits on an animal or something, or sure. she's just, you know,
1: tightrope walker or decoration
0: something. for one of the acts. Yeah, yeah, but we never really find out what she does. Yeah. Um.
1: And that's I guess point. I would say that's like that's like one of the only things, um, just because like I think we know what everybody else does, even if we don't see them actually doing their act.
0: Yeah. For, well,
1: for the most part, I mean,
0: you kind of get what everybody's act. Is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, except a lady becomes a chicken. At yep. The
1: end. Yep. Somehow. Somehow. Because they're freaks and their powers, they did it somehow. Like Hans didn't want them to do it, but they did it somehow. I don't know how but yeah anyways
0: I I don't know <laughs> I don't know. I think we're supposed to under I think we're supposed to understand that she has been punished by yes. everyone and mutilated so that
1: so that she looks like a chicken. Yeah. So okay. they cut
0: her tongue out and they like tar and feather her. <laughs> but, like, you just you can't permanently tar and feather somebody. You'd have to keep reapplying it. Yeah,
1: right. It's yeah, just it's, killer. It's, right? it's weird. It's just killer. Yeah. Let's just dump
0: her in the orchard. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, you know, I was just watching it and I'm thinking, wow, if I was David Lynch, I'd be hard as a rock right now. <laughs> because I know where a lot of his influence comes from.
1: Oh, boy. Um,
0: remake freaks, cowards.
1: Yeah, why not? Do it. Yeah.
0: Boy, it's real ironic. Maybe you couldn't call it freaks.
1: You, you might not. I feel be like able this movie to.
0: is one hundred percent completely respectful to everybody with differences. Yes, in this film,
1: I think so too.
0: Um, yes, yes. It's called Freaks, and we are kind of watching it because there's a guy, you know, with no lower half, like cruising around, and then he pulls a knife. No, he pulls a gun.
1: Which yes! is awesome. I know.
0: Um, but otherwise, it just takes everybody you know, completely for for granted or just, you know, as like a performer, which I think is great. And there's another show that does that, which is really great, and if people don't remember it and haven't seen it, they should check it out. It's called Carnival. It's on HBO. Uh, Ronald D. Moore, I think, uh, created it, and it it unfortunately was canceled uh, after only two seasons and never wraps up. But yeah, it's about a carnival, traveling carnival in the 30s um, and sort of dealing with you know, possibly spiritual and magical things, but also sure. kind of Lynchian uh, Michael J. Anderson? Michael J. Anderson, um, the doppelganger, the guy from, you know, from Twin Peaks uh-huh. that wasn't in the sequel because he's kind of an asshole.
1: Oh, that guy, yes.
0: He's in it. Um, Nick, wasn't he Nick like the, the
1: silent guy in Mulholland Drive? Too? Yes. Well,
0: okay. he had the thing he's like.
1: We're yeah, fill the, thing. the yeah. voice thing, yeah.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, and uh, <coughs> Clancy Brown is in it.
1: <coughs> Got that?
0: Dry throat. Okay. It's not, not COVID.
1: No.
0: Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, there's also a book by uh, Catherine Dunn called Geek Love.
1: Oh, yes. You've talked about that before. Which
0: is a really great book, and it doesn't really explain, because it's modern day or 80s, whenever it was written, um, doesn't explain why... Carnivals still exist but uh <laughs> but anyway um, okay. <laughs> i would i, I felt like they, somebody was working on an adaptation of that, but I think that would be oh. a really um a great thing to pursue but uh favorite part
1: oh my favorite part yeah um hmm. let's see here um uh Wow. Um, well, I really didn't like Cleo, but I wouldn't say like her as a chicken because I didn't necessarily love that. Um, uh, maybe like when when Frida <coughs> comes in at the end and her and Hans are going to get back together.
0: Yeah, Um. I they, uh, they were great. Yeah, they were. I liked uh, both of them. Yeah. Um, they were um, siblings.
1: Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, they
0: were part of a uh, a quartet of uh, siblings.
1: Oh, um, wow. All
0: with uh, dwarfism. Um, That's
1: kind of weird. I mean, I guess they never had him kiss in the film. So they were just loving towards each other. You know, Jason
0: and Justine Bateman. Uh, (laughs) Is it a Nelly or... Yeah. Get the family discount, uh, but uh, yeah, um, and so they had been performing since like the 1910s, and so they're probably in their 30s, like when this is made. But um, okay, they, yeah, uh, they were both um, they were both really good.
1: Yes, they were. I thought
0: they were really good. Yeah, I like the fact, I like when he like figures out that she's you know poisoning, poisoning, him poisoning him him. And he gets all these boys in there, and he's like, give me that bottle. <laughs>
1: I know. She's like, oh shit! I know, and he's got his crew with him. Yeah, and they she's got they the got, got weapons, so.
0: I liked <laughs> part early in the film where I think it's Venus, but we never actually see anybody perform, which is an interesting choice because yeah. maybe they couldn't afford it or get extras in to be in the audience, oh, but it's be... all conducted backstage. Uh-huh. And so near the beginning of the film, people are coming off stage. Um, the stuttering guys, you know, who's he, coming off stage. Um, right. The clown, uh, Frozen, or whatever, is coming off stage. Yeah. And then, like, Venus is like there's a seal and she's like all right come on get up there
1: <laughs> yeah that was and a seals great like, moment
0: the like all right, no no it goes up in the thing it's like <laughs> yeah. just like you know work 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 <laughs> another day at the circus
1: uh, yeah that was a great moment that was the I was like only animal actor i think they had in this so yeah uh yeah man this
0: i once again um and there won't be any sequel to this cuz we'd be moving on to other some other film but just know that I'm going to learn a bunch about this film, and maybe someday I'll be able to talk about it.
1: I think that's great. Uh, yeah, in,
0: in some other capacity. I uh, think there's
1: a lot to learn. I think you know they're they're, um, I I think that uh, Browning had you know a real affection for um for the circus, and I think that that comes through. And um, yeah, but you got what?
0: Well, I was just going to say like you have to remember that. This is <clears throat> this is coming out right around the time where people are like, well, see, think about eugenics is uh, if you don't want a half man, you just boop, got it, and uh, if you don't want a pinhead, boop, you got it. Uh, I
1: and see so, what you're saying. And so, you
0: know what I mean? Like, we haven't we haven't like found the concentration camps yet. Uh, they might not even be uh, existing yet in Germany. And so, this is a time when people were very cavalier about who should live and who should die based on some arbitrary standard of fitness
1: Okay, and sure. Todd
0: Browning is out here making a movie <laughs> he's out here making a movie showing people just living their lives you know yeah. who are not like you and so um, yeah I mean it's like I think that's pretty cool
1: it is pretty cool take, yeah. the,
0: take the knife out of that guy's mouth <laughs>
1: Like, Got to make you everybody look it. presentable.
0: Come on, yeah. <laughs>
1: the
0: well, Hitler's coming.
1: And I, I like when you you turn to me too, because um, there is that that scene in Taxi Driver where Civil Shepherd is um, talking to Albert Brooks and is like, "Can you light uh, this match with your three fingers <laughs> that was missing?" That such a
0: weird coincidence.
1: And like he he couldn't do it, and he was really struggling with it. And she was like, "Well, the guy at the newsstand can do it." And then like. And then they show a the guy who has none of his limbs, and he Prince
0: Randian, the he, living torso. He uh,
1: light. He's able to light a match, and then light. I don't even know if it was like a maybe it was a hand rolled cigarette. I don't know. Well,
0: okay. So or, here's the deal. Yeah, I have no idea how he rolled that cigarette, but <laughs> yeah, he's talking to the to the the, the half man guy i don't know what else to call him well, right. and they're just talking about i don't know about this cleopatra and he's like yeah well you know what are you gonna do uh, and he's just smoking his uh his cigar yeah yeah he was he actually was supposedly brought to america by pt barnum and uh spent a lot of time on uh coney island and okay. uh yeah was in the circus for a long long time
1: oh wow um yeah i mean i w- i guess i wouldn't be surprised if if, if um, most of the actors in this were had uh, lives in the circus or carnival. Um, oh, my God. What?
0: So I cheated. I went on Wikipedia. He Uh-oh. could roll and light cigarettes with only his lips.
1: That's crazy.
0: And he could shave himself. Uh, he could paint and write. Uh, and he had uh, four children with his wife.
1: Wow, good for him. So. I lived a very lived full life. 63, yeah,
0: 63.
1: I mean... I, I think what that can teach you is uh, well a couple things but like you know you you know you work with <laughs> what sure you we, got.
0: We should wrap this up. More I, 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 what no. can that teach? What can that teach us?
1: Oh, can that teach us something? <laughs> all right, all right. Why don't I you just... count
0: out the ten things it can teach us? Oh, will you stop on your it? little sausage-like fingers? Okay, stop. <laughs> <sighs> all right. So anyway, uh, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up, taxi driver. Oh,
1: you you get you get mad at me for my little sausage fingers, and then you say thumbs up. Very sensitive. Okay,
0: all right. Um, eyes rolling northward for uh, for both these films. I think.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah.
0: Have we seen a real donger yet?
1: We we have not. I no, don't think. no.
0: This has been going good so far. Uh, although, like I said, we will not be announcing what movies we're doing next to give us a little play. Just so. In we the have
1: a, a little leverage.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I think it's going well so far. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh, you are enjoying uh, these films that we're talking about. And uh, a lot of these films, I don't think we've done anything yet that's not available anywhere.
1: Freaks. I think so.
0: Actually, I can't remember where I got Freaks. I think I've had Freaks for a while. Okay. And don't ask me where I got it. <laughs> uh, but we're trying to stick to Uh, you know, well-known films. Yeah. uh, Films you can get access to. Yeah. Uh, When I start, you know, plowing through uh, my Tarkovsky selections, uh, it might get a little rough. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, the plan is to let uh, let people follow along with us. Mm -hmm. So we hope you're doing that at home. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. Anything to say to the lads and ladies?
1: I hope you are staying well and staying healthy. Uh, Keep washing those hands. Mm. And Speaking of
0: washing, yeah, one day a real rain's going to come wash the scum <laughs> off of these streets. Oh my or something like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. anyway, we'll be back um, probably before you know it. And until then, we are signing off. It's co-videos from Just Enough Trope. Um, I'm your host, Calvan. I just fell into the thing. <laughs> I'm that we your co-host, hey, we'll keep the geek fires burning. Yeah.
1: Oh. i won't.